0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chapo's Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapo, coming to you with another episode. Episode 32, entitled, The Only Dating Advice You'll Ever Need. Trust your girl. I mean, at least, you know, hear me out before you say yay or nay. Um, happy for the July weekend, you all. It is Friday... June 29th, 522 PM Eastern Standard Time A.K.A. NYC time And Let's just jump right into it um, Full disclaimer In order to embrace This new And only dating advice That you'll ever need You'll have to throw out All The relationship advice that anyone has ever given to you, because I'm gonna tell you right now, they was full of shit. Excuse me, excuse me. But we we, we gotta uh, address this issue um, because when it comes to relationship advice, we as human beings are invariably different in many ways. Each and every single one of us. You know, we are driven by thousands of different experiences, beliefs, and behaviors, so when it comes to the subject of relationships, generalized or aka generic advice just doesn't cut it most of the time. For example, take the rule that um, I'm sure we've all heard before. um, Don't go to bed angry with your significant other, which pretty much implies or entails um, making up and putting, you know, making making it kind of like a water, water over the bridge, under the bridge. Water over the bridge, really? (laughs) Really? So with that, though, we have to understand that while that may work for others for most you know that won't be the case okay um or i should say while that may work for most with others it won't be the case because some people like myself or maybe other people need time to breathe when they're angry um you know some kind of space if you don't give them the kind of space or it's just some kind of downtime, which could potentially need to overnight. It might even be a day and a half. You never know. But to put someone um, of that type of mindset or nature, someone who needs space under a, um, for them, an unrealistic timeline of getting over their emotions by the time the sun goes down and you all lay down to go to bed is unrealistic. And a 9 out of 10, you know, they'll lash out at you like a bat out of hell, you know. Um, let's be honest. Sometimes we all need time alone, and time spent alone and to oneself can be medicine, you know. Especially for a lot of people who are experiencing conflict. Especially if they're the type of person who doesn't want to engage in conflict. <laughs> um, you all know my name is Fire Chapel, and as I mentioned in the previous episode, maybe you heard it or not. Fire. It was the name <laughs> given to me actually, but. Fire uh, is representation of my sign, Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. It is also a representation of my temperament, which can be extremely fiery. I mean, you, you may as well call me the mother of dragons. <laughs> but seriously, I toned it down, and I'm better now. Um, in my younger days, I was a little crazier. I'm in my 30s now. And um, fire for my passion and zest um, for life, living and um, just anything that I hold dear Um, so um, when you're talking about when I get angry you know just with the term or the name of fire that time spent alone for me (laughs) is absolutely necessary if I ever get in those ways and as I learned when I was younger and I would get into my fiery moods and I would lash out and, you know, if, if I, I can put some, I can seriously put some words together. You know, I can, I can cut somebody down, you know, really crush them. And while I became a master at that and every time, you know, I had something to say and I'd have the last word and, you know, and I was, it, it was very, very cold and, mean um i always regretted what i said later so these days especially when i'm getting angrier now it's very important for me to have that space long story short um so to put somebody like me you know in a or or or, you know in a kind of restraint or 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 deadline like hey we got to get over this by tonight (laughs) that might not be so realistic depending on what the issue is about and any other thing um but um yeah. So, in other words, somebody coming at me like that is kind of single-handedly ruining or a potentially good thing um, because they're they're following society's rules, saying make sure you harass fire to death to make sure that you all go to bed. i happy, but I'm here to tell you now to reject every piece of relationship advice including the one that I just gave you before for uh, an example every single one that you've ever been given all of it you know, um, save for this one new piece of advice and I'm telling you now when I tell you what it is you're not going to be happy you're going to you're going to you're going to you know raise an eyebrow and you know cut your eyes at the phone or whatever your device you're listening to me on Like, I don't know about that, (laughs) but um, this is the rule. This is the only rule. This is the only dating advice that you'll ever need. If someone is into you, they will find a way to be with you. No exceptions. Say that again for you. If someone is into you, they, not you, but they will find a way to be with you. No exceptions. Okay. Um, And I'm going to come back after the break and let you know why I feel that way. See you after the break. Chapel's Corner. All right, all right, all right. We're back from our break. Chapel's Corner is your host, Fire Chapel. This is part two of episode 32, entitled, The Only Dating Advice You'll Ever Need. Um, When we last left off, before the break, I was letting you all know what that valuable piece or the only dating advice you ever need uh, in your life is. Whether you agree or disagree with me, and that is, if someone, if, if, if. Someone is into you They will find a way To be with you No exceptions Um, In all the relationships That I've witnessed and even the ones that I've Been with but mostly the ones that I've also Experienced from the sidelines This seems to be The one And only rule that has never gone away That has never wavered Has never been disproven. And yet, uh, the few times that I have brought it up to people, um, even myself who adopted the policy and believed it and then strayed from it but now I'm coming back to it, when I tell people this, they uh, refuse to believe me. And In all honesty, I can't blame them because I did the same thing, okay? When I was once told this golden rule to dating and relationships, especially for women. Yet, again, when I try to tell someone, um, especially someone who is single, this rule, they just never believe me. And they'll say things like, you know, um, you don't understand, dating is different nowadays... Uh, or like um, he or she is really independent, so he or she likes to be alone. Um, oh, you don't you don't get it. They're super busy. They have their job, so it's really hard for them to make time for me. Uh, they just got out of a relationship, so they just want to take things slow. I mean, anything. Spending a lot of time with the guys lately, and at first, when people uh, try to tell me things, these things are. Especially my close friends People that I generally care about I would try to push them And tell them about the relationships Like I mentioned a little while ago That I wrote this from the sidelines And the couples um, And those relationships <clears throat> Who all had uh, similar dating stories To try to help them understand um, The mindset or the characteristics Of someone who is um, genuinely and into you, who's who, who's who's genuinely who genuinely likes you, and they always start with the the same. You know, when we first started uh, dating, story, and it's it could be coworkers or just people that I met, um, strangers even. But you know, they would always talk about how they hardly ate or slept or concentrated at work or anything they were doing because. Um, all they could do is think about this person or how if they found any spare time you know they would just make make the time to talk to them or hang out with the other person okay um, they would just talk about them um, non-stop you know or how they couldn't help but keep touching and feeling on them or sex or you know um, anything that's just, remotely familiar just being enveloped and engulfed in the other person to the point that they would break off other relationships or move across the country alienate friends i mean anything i mean if they were allergic to animals they just learned to love a cat even though loving the cat would you know potentially leave them in the er you know so um i'm not saying that just because you know someone likes to hang out with you they're your soulmate or anything like that but the point is, at the end of the day, that if someone won't simply make the time for you, then, you know, the harsh reality or the, the, the moral of this golden rule is that um, they just aren't into you. And it reminds me of the movie that I saw. Sometime, sometime within the past nine years I can't remember when I want to say sometime between 2010 and 2000, 2009 and 2011 um, He's just not that into you And some of you have seen the movie And some of you haven't But if you go through the movie It talks about a few different relationships with the characters And um, for the most part You got the gist of um, what it was like The two mindsets of somebody who's not into you And somebody who isn't into you And then of course all the drama that unfolded between the relationships But I do remember that I was dating a guy at the time who I was really, really into. And he was into me too, but I just, you know, sometimes it's like they say 50-50, 90-10 in a relationship, 90-10% in a relationship, um, maybe it's 70-30%, you know, but of course we all are aiming for 50-50. Of course I was the one giving most of it, most of my all and taking the relationship seriously and giving, giving my all, pretty much, and they weren't. But when I watched that movie, it's kind of similar to um, the light that this golden rule shines, um, that you know, if, if someone, this was really, to me, the moral of the story is all summed up in this golden rule that I just shared with you. If someone is into you, they will find a way to be with you, no exceptions, okay? Because there's some people, even together, I don't know why I'm saying this, but it just feels to come out. They've been together for many, many years, and they, you know, maybe they're forcing themselves to be together. Maybe they're not, but it just doesn't work. And then you can meet somebody and you're with them in a short amount of time, shorter than the, the amount of time that you were with with the previous person, you know, and feel something with them that you haven't felt, you know, with um, with um, someone else. And the way you'll know Usually Or even like A man or a woman When you fall in love Or something you, Everybody knows You move a little differently I And mean, you could like somebody And flirt And make time And stuff But if you're really Truly like Into the person Or falling for them Or just genuinely Have a strong attraction For them And want it to grow And you want to build There's a different side Of you that'll come out That kind of goes Like above and beyond So <clears throat> um, I get I do understand, you know, from a human perspective and me being also in the same shoes as them. I get why people don't listen to me when I tell them this. Because, you know, the hardest thing for us as human beings to ever have to face is that sometimes in this life that uh, we're living, as hard enough as it is, there will be people that we most want to be around in the world that could give, a shit less if we exist, you know, excuse my language, you know, and they don't mind us being around, necessarily, you know, they don't mind us being around, so they're not going to tell you to necessarily go away, but at the same time, they wouldn't care if you weren't around, you know, there's nothing about your absence that would, Change your life or alter life in any way. They would just keep on moving as if you were still there or weren't there. It's, it's, it's as if it's just like they say, you know, um, it is what it is. Or if they say it's just like, there is not how to close whatever. It's just, you're just there, you know. And it's, you know, kind of cruel cool if you think about like the feeling of it, you know. So instead of coming to that harsh reality with ourselves, because I've been there, you know, we'll sell ourselves those, um, excuses that a lot of people make for some people, such as the ones I read or said earlier, which is, um, they're spending so much time with guys, um, or they're out with their friends, their homegirls, they're busy with work, um, pretty much that they, they, it's not that they're not into you, it's just that you'll find any excuse under the sun than to pretty much admit or say, The truth, which is that you know they're um, they're not into you. So I just feel like when I think about the subject, why it's important. Okay, so instead of looking at the horrific and hurtful side of it, such as that they're not into me, because that's what that's what we do as human beings. That's the first that's the first emotion that we're gonna focus on. That's where we wanna live for a little while. And we want to understand why or we don't, you know, we don't get it or, you know, we're just down on ourselves and we throw a pity party. But the aspect of part of it that I feel that um, we should be focusing on is exactly what this golden rule um, entails. To wait or, or to be into. Now, here's the problem for me. Here's the problem for me when I first heard this rule that if someone is into you they will find a way to be with you no exceptions it seems to me that all the ones that I wanted to genuinely be with I did not need to be with them I'm, I'm too smart and intelligent of a woman to I didn't need to be with them I wanted to be with them um it just seems like the ones that I actually wanted to be with they did not reciprocate the find a way to be with me no exceptions Whereas I was doing that for them. And then I also find, which you may find, is that the ones that you that you might have a physical attraction to, or maybe you think they're sweet, or whatever the situation is, but for some reason, you know, you keep them in a friend zone or something, and you, you, you don't want push to push it into something that's going to be a little bit more complicated. Um, you know, it's like... No, It's like, um, well, I don't know. Like It just gets to the point where you have to pretty much face reality and face the truth. I don't know what else um, to say. It's hard. But you can't look at it in that light. You just got to look at it and say, I have to wait for the one that generally likes me and is into me. Here's the problem with that for me, like I was trying to say before the ones that do that and do show me and find a way to be with me or try to find a way to be with me, whether I want to be with them or not, no exceptions, are not usually the guys that I want to date. And it kind of sucks. But what I am think I'm starting to learn, <laughs> finally, after over three decades of living is that It would be better for me to, and and you know, I'll be honest with you. It was an older African uh, gentleman man who told me this um, one time, and he was into me more than I was into him. He said, you know, sometimes it's better to be with the one um, who loves you than to be with the one that you love. And then I said, well, what do what do you mean by that, sir? You know, and he said that in time you would you would grow to love the person because of the way that they love you. So because they would love you and they genuinely love you more, love you more than you love them in a sense. They will care for you in a way that um, you wouldn't have no choice but to eventually fall in love with them. Kind of, I guess, like the arranged marriages in the past where they weren't necessarily in love in the beginning, but then maybe through mutual respect and just, you know, growing and sharing. I don't know, maybe I'm reaching with that one. The point is, um, I've always found, that the relationships that work for me or have worked for me the most is one where yes we both genuinely like each other and I'm and I'm crazy about the guy but he would be even crazier about me so it's like um, his um, desires for me or versus my desire for him was intensified way more than mine extremely high and so in those situations it just seemed to work out and be balanced I find in the situations where my desire for said gentleman collar um gentleman friend um is heightened and and, and, in 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 full swing and, and, and robust and all of that um that theirs isn't necessarily there you know and um so I have to learn, which I'm already applying it because I know it's the truth. It's um, like women, period. In all honesty, if you think about like, history or if you ask anybody that's around who's over the age of maybe 50 or so, and you ask them like a grandparent or somebody or a neighbor or a coworker, because we all work with people or, you know, you work with people of um, all ages. You just ask them um, what they think about a, about a woman chasing. I mean, women are not opposed to chase men. That's old school. I know it's millennial style and everything has changed. But women aren't even supposed to. Yeah, you can have your eyes. You're a woman first. You have eyes. You're not blind. You know, you have uh, body parts and all of that. And, and things get aroused. And you have fantasies and desires as well. Needs even. But at the same time, it is, um never has been really truly becoming of a woman i'm just saying in a traditional sense you can you you don't gotta agree with me i'm just telling you what i know to just um be after woman and i told you i'm reading gone with the wind and it's right there i'll 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 pull it out eventually later where scarlett was um talking to her father about ashley her her father rolled up on tara and she was waiting for him because um she, she couldn't believe the news that he in the book i already saw the movie but that uh he was going to get married to Melanie, and she just had to know, and the father said, "I know you ain't making a fool of yourself <laughs> chasing after because you know he just tried to remind her of her um her virtue as a woman and um as a young lady and um her worth and her value, and just like how that's just not becoming and in, in the woman and the type of woman that she is, especially coming from the type of family and upbringing that she came from that she could have any man in the county, and you know why would you you know fix your eyes on but but as a father talking to a daughter, you know, and I always, you know, stress to take advice from men that you don't have relationships with, whether it's father or son, whatever, brother, nephew, even a best friend that's a male, listen to them because um, those are um, advice that they're going to give you that that they, they have nothing to gain from it except for just to advise you and, and, and keep you in the know so you don't go out here making the mistakes that, that women do that fall into their traps all the time. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to um, keep you aware. And she still to chase after Ashley, of course, as we know throughout the whole film until Melanie died and then Rudd got tired of her. And that famous line, you know, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, and he's out the door. But um, long story short, you, you know, it's better for, especially women, you know, men can, uh, you know, for a man to um, be in at least you know, in that sense, And maybe it won't be the one that you're necessarily into right away. Maybe you don't even date him. But, you know, if he wants to take you out on a date or something, but he's interested in you and he makes time or he comes around and calls or something like that. Those are the types that I would advise to give the attention to because they're already showing you. And I'm a very, very firm believer in um, actions speaking louder than words. I can't always say that, you know, my actions have spoken for my words because I've dealt with things and battled with things in my life like I've shared in previous episodes, which, um, where I was down or isolated, then I couldn't really just keep my word and things, but actions do speak louder than words, and, um, you don't want to be beating a dead horse, you don't want to be, uh, exasperating something that just, just has absolutely no potential to grow and bear fruit at all, whatsoever, I say almost in every episode concerning relationships and some kind of situation similar to this or like this that all you're going to end up doing is losing of yourself whereas the person that comes around who is into you and finds a way to be with you no exceptions you know they're gonna bring you a kind of you're gonna you're gonna you have no choice but to eventually be made to feel special like you're placed on some kind of um, pedestal or, or or have some kind of value or worth that's above um others it's so real that if it does and when it when it does, damn it if when it does because I'm speaking it over all of you, man or female, that when it does happen to you, it's kind of like um it stands out, how can it not stand out in comparison to the people or the types of people that you have been dating previous? you know these are this one. The only problem is um maybe you will find, like, in my situations, that once people like this do come along, they come along, they come along even for me, it's just that I don't, I'm not into them, but I think my mindset might have been a little too um, narrow-minded, maybe I've been a little shallow thinking, maybe I was just um, not as mature and grown as I am now, as I am in my 30s, but you don't want to Chase someone who's chasing somebody else, or chase somebody who's not chasing you at all. And um, when you turn around, and look over your shoulder. There's nobody chasing you, so to speak. You know, everybody wants to be with somebody that can um, kind of—I wouldn't say match them, but you know, you know—match your love, match your loyalty, match your passion, match your sexual desires, match your ambitions in some kind of way. You know, but you don't want it to be. That you're um, doing all the chasing It doesn't matter how good they look It doesn't matter how much they got going on You got to be able to love yourself enough to be like You know what If someone is into me they will find a way to be with me no exceptions I wouldn't be having to go through all of these things that I'm going through jumping through all these hurdles um yes I'm nice yes I'm sweet yes I'm patient but at the same time um you know when you're making those excuses to your friends that they're too busy or they're hanging out their friends or you know somewhere inside you, you, you 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 kind of feel I wouldn't say embarrassed but there's a reason why you're going to keep coming up with all these excuses why wouldn't at any one time you just be like you know what girl you write or you know you, you know what you know what homie you write you know like um he, he, he didn't he did sure don't but when you're alone and you're thinking about it after the 15th 16th time or the third or fifth and further it's another month or whatever and you haven't seen the person you know i mean you know if you're honest with yourself especially being in other relationships because this is it surely ain't your first one you know, and you surely been in other ones where you probably haven't had to wait that long or haven't you know when someone's into you and you know when someone's not is what I'm basically saying. And we shouldn't sell ourselves short. So I really do believe with all my heart and hearts that the only relationship advice that you'll ever need is that if someone, anyone at all is into you, they will find a way to be with you, no exceptions, because they want to be with you. Think about all the times that you genuinely liked somebody, that you were have um, infatuated. I don't care if you were in love. I don't care what it was. You had a super mega crush. Think about all the ways that you might have went um, above and beyond in your actions and your characteristics or to try to to, to try to pursue this person or, or get their attention compared to other people who you did like, but maybe not as much as them. And you tell me if there was a difference. You know there was. So, when you're looking at it in the other form of somebody coming at you to come to date you, is the same way you should look at it, you know. Are they coming at me the way that I would come at them? As, like, I'm feeling them right now the way that I'm you're coming at it crazy and just want to. And if the answer is no, then it's just no. And it hurts, like I mentioned earlier, because it's human beings. So, the hardest things, you know, projection. But you can't look at it like that. You got to sit still and you got to wait, especially as women. Just sit still and wait. So you got to do. Somebody's going to come along. And when they come along, they <laughs> And trust me, those stand out. is very flattering. But, you know, pray God that it'll be somebody that you actually want or into. Because it does happen. Or not only that, pray God that you'll be open-minded enough and not narrow-minded like I was in the past to just be like, this is a really good guy. He seems to be really into me, you know. Um, he's certainly making time to see me or talk to me or, um, I don't know, whatever the situation is compared to. The other guy that I was really into who pretty much was always too busy, because let me tell you something, everybody's busy, baby. We all busy. We all got something to do. I find it very insulting, extremely insulting when somebody going to tell me that they're too busy to see. I don't accept that as a excuse because I'm busy, too. But I know when, when it comes to what I like and, you know, love or somebody that I'm feeling, and it's time to... You know, and I'm missing you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to make sure I get I take care of business. I'm going to take care of home and all of that. But at the end of the day, I'm also going to make sure I squeeze that time and to get up with my baby. That's it, you know, or talk to him or something. But it ain't never going to be a time where you're just too busy, even if you just got to cut out some sleep. So it ain't never going to be a time where you're too busy. It's always something that you could do. So don't sell yourself short accepting that I'm too busy, crap, all the time. And don't be the type of person that relationships I was in the past where, um, you know, the guys compensate, give some money, or the few times they come around, like, they just go all out with, you know, the splurging and everything like that. It's kind of just take your mind off the fact that they don't be around. You're not around. Um, Yeah. And the last thing, um, I guess, that... I want to leave you over this um, just to take this piece of advice, and I'm going to say it again. You should write it down. If someone is into you, they'll find a way to be with you. No exceptions. Grind that into your heart, into your head. Sew it into a pillow. Keep it on your bed. You know, and when you want to make excuses for that person who isn't hanging out with you, you know, pull it out and let that sink in. Love you first before that. Oh, you hear me? And on that note, I'll see you next time on Chopper's Corner.